up? This is your girl, Dolores. And I am Christelle, and you're listening to Grown Up Kringlish, the podcast. Hello, welcome to another episode of Grown Up Kringlish, the podcast. What's up, guys? We're back. Back again with another one. We have a special guest, our god sister, Brittany. Hello, what's up, hello. Brittany? What's up? What's going on? Long time no talk. I know. <laughs> no <laughs> talk, no see. Yeah, so Brittany, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Brittany, if you want to. Like, how old you are, where you're from. Um, are you Haitian? Of course I'm Haitian. <laughs> Come on, you can't go wrong with a Haitian right here. Um, of course, I'm 23. I'm born and raised in Nashville. Um, yeah, probably be leaving soon though. Hopefully, <laughs> okay. hopefully moving to Day County. Day County, <laughs> yeah. good old Miami. So, um, we have Brittany here today, our god sister. We actually grew up with Brittany all our lives. Like we even have baby pictures. <laughs> I don't know. We might use our our baby pictures. Christelle won't probably won't be in there, but we have a baby yeah. picture with Brittany. Yeah. I was the babysitter. I was the parent. I've been the parent. I'm alive. So uh, that's why I went in the picture. I was probably taking the picture. Yeah, that <laughs> is. <laughs> but yeah, so we probably might use that baby picture of Brittany on our podcast cover. We we, we might, you know. Sometimes you never know. You we'll never see what know. happens. But yeah, so today, let's talk about. Our, well, our topic for today is Erica Badu's um, song from 2021's Bag Lady. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we've been talking a lot about relationships this season. And, you know, we have a lot. And childhood trauma. Childhood trauma, cheating men, all that. Cheating women. Cheating women. <laughs> Come on. Cheating women. <laughs> you know, we talking more about the men, though, sometimes. I'm just playing. But, yes. <laughs> so, you know, we have a lot of baggage. And earlier in the uh, season, we talked about relationship PTSD. Mm-hmm. And, like, some of our relationship PTSD that we have. And so we, let's talk about some of our baggage, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of baggage that we carry from, you know, childhood, adulthood, you know, relationships, all relationships friendships. friendships. There's just a lot of baggage being swung around here. And so let's break that down. Let's talk about it. And I feel like Erica Badu did a good job in this song of talking about baggage and carrying it around. Yep. So first we're going to start with we're bringing back Haitian kid problem segment. Yes. So everybody. <laughs> And the listeners, I want you to think of a story from your childhood or just from growing up Haitian that kind of may have scarred you that you still have some baggage lingering around from that situation. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? Y- y'all, mm-hmm. y'all want me to go first. Y'all want me to go first. Go ahead. Okay. Go first. Okay. Okay, so um, I'm going to have to sit up for this one. I got a couple of baggage stories, so I don't really know which one to tell. It's going to be whichever one come out. <laughs> but um, so I'm going to tell. I have plenty of hair stories. So I know people ask me all the time, always wonder, well, Christelle, why you don't, um, why you don't ever show your real hair? I'm, I'm about to tell you all about my scars and why I don't. Your baggage. My baggage. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, yeah, it's even hard to talk about. So when I was um, in the fifth grade, my mom, right before school started, she cut off all of my hair. Mm. Why did she do that? Okay, to her defense, I had a ringworm. 
in my scalp. Um, I don't know how I got ringworm in my scalp. Um, that could have been a recommendation for her to cut my hair off in order for the ringworms to heal. I'm not sure. However, it still scarred me. It doesn't matter the reason why all my hair got chopped off. As a kid, I did not understand why my hair got chopped off. All I know is I was being sent to fifth grade ball-headed. 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 Scally way. Ain't got no hair in the back. It wasn't even weed up or or, or gelled up. Oh, dude. Your hair was messed up. (laughs) She tried to do some little waves and stuff. Okay. But I think I tried to own my baldness and tried to, like, get over it. I don't really think I got bullied a lot for it. Or I could have, honestly, I don't remember. So I really could have just blocked that out um but i know that like once once my hair started growing it got worse it it, it got more traumatizing y'all know them little trees i call them little trees but those little puff balls with the rubber bands kodak (laughs) you you remember kodak black when he had the little puffs little trees yes so then when when my hair started growing she did look i have a picture you will not put that as the podcast cover Girls, if you do that, I'm putting the podcast Uh-oh. and I'm not forgiving you. I even have like church pictures of me posing by the little tree. You know, Haitians, we got to take pictures by the trees of like me and my little puffball trees. Like I had about 20 of them. Mom and dad was wrong for taking a picture of you like that. And then you could tell in the picture, like I'm being held hostage against my will. Like I had to take this picture. But, y'all, that was so traumatizing for me. So, I have a bad relationship with my hair. So, when people are just like, why don't you wear your real hair? I honestly don't think it It will never matter how long my real hair is. I will not feel beautiful in my real hair. And that, like, that does not mean that I won't get a chance. Like, I won't get to a point in my life where I feel that way. However, right now, because it is still a baggage that I carry that I have not healed from, I just, I don't. You know, and then also like you guys, if you don't know, like I like big hair so that 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 plays a part into like the reason why I like big hair is because like when I didn't have no hair, no one really made me feel beautiful. So I kind of make up for that with big hair. So, yeah, that's a little bit into my trauma (laughs) Mm. and baggage. That's that that is still a baggage because it's still something that I carry around. It's still something that affects my decision on even my hairstyles. Mm. Well, what about you, Brittany? <laughs> um, I've been sitting here thinking about this seriously because y'all know, see, y'all know my mom wild. <laughs> y'all know good old, y'all know that lady. <laughs> so, me and my sister, it's not, you know, it's not baggage. It's more of a, she scarred me and my sister, kind of. Mm-hmm. And so we're all in the room. That lady don't like kilot, man. So, like, we're sitting She don't here. like you to wear kilot? No, she herself don't. She okay, so herself. She, she don't like to wear panties. None whatsoever. Okay. So, you know, we're sitting there talking. You know, she got, she got us uh, five. And she's just like, you know what? Ooh, and what? Bell, 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 tibaisa, and then she just boom, open her legs, and I'm just like, 
Wait. She's like, yeah, it's beautiful. I had five kids. Beautiful. And I'm just like, no, she didn't. I mean, y'all got the same thing. I understand, but look, lady. <laughs> we ain't trying to see all that. We ain't trying to see your birth in place. <laughs> Thank you. I but understand. was it beautiful? Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to look away because I'm just like. That's your that's mama. crazy. Mom, you too much for Save me. Save that for daddy. <laughs> right. No, seriously. Admire that with your husband. Why well, I got to yeah. admire the birthing place? Me and my sister your just womb. both were just like, oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> yes, ma'am. That is that is that is traumatizing. That is yeah. Yeah. So uh, now, do you feel like you have to always wear keylock? <laughs> <laughs> Did it make you a little self conscious about how you? Uh, I, I wear keylock a lot. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little baggage. <laughs> Man, that, that scarred you a little bit. It's starting to sound like a triggers episode. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that was a good story. I don't know if this is baggage, because I kind of like, I don't know. I okay. really don't have a story. Tell the story, and I'll let you know if it's baggage. Because Brittany thought hers wasn't baggage, and here she is. She got to wear kilo everywhere, <laughs> and not knowing why, she she don't want to be free. <laughs> well, I guess this is kind of baggage, because I don't know if I told this story on a podcast, but there was this one day, and I think it was, what grade was it? Sixth grade. Yes, it was sixth grade. Right. And my little brother, Mikey, he used to sleep in my grandparents room. That's just where he chose to sleep. Or my grandma made him sleep with him, sleep in her room. (laughs) She made him. But he was like a little (laughs) baby. Right. And so sometimes my dad would leave chips in the morning. And so I was like, okay, I ate some chips for breakfast. (laughs) And I left some. I had some left. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna let my grandma know that I left some chips for Mikey so he can have some to eat in the morning. Oh, I know where this is going. No, you have not told this story. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, Brittany, you're going to have a field day with this one. Oh, man. Okay. Brace yourself, (laughs) listeners. (laughs) So I end up going to my grandma's room, and I opened up the door. And on the floor, I see my grandma on top of my grandpa with her her moo-moo hiked up. Hiked up. eternity when I saw that but I knew as soon as I saw that I just closed the door and I ran into my bedroom and just put my put my face in the pillow because I was just so in shock of what I saw grandpa's still getting it in at 80 <gasps> yes and I was just like oh my god what did I see Lord. and I was supposed to be going to the bus stop because you know I was like a little running a little late but I was so shocked and like basically traumatized of seeing my grandma on top of my grandpa just on the floor right in front of the door and they ain't lock it or nothing (laughs) and i was just like oh my god how old were you i was in sixth grade you know nothing about sex and none of that (laughs) i was like oh my god what am i seeing so ever since then i don't go in my grandparents room like that um you learned to knock didn't you (laughs) I just don't go. <laughs> I just don't go in there. I don't go in their room. The same thing goes to my parents' room. When I feel the door is locked, I already know what's, what the business is, and I just go back to my room and mind my business. Yeah. I was triggered. I think I have a similar trauma, be- but I'm not going to tell the story, but like I have, like I don't never sleep. You, you know how y'all go in Mama and Papa's bed and lay down? I cannot. <laughs> I just can like. 
<laughs> I cannot get myself. I I have never laid in their bed. I won't be me. Yeah. I lay in my parents' bed after she makes it. Mm. It doesn't matter if it's been made. I feel like I have like PTSD <laughs> from something I saw. Oh that Lord. like I don't go near that bed. Yeah. <laughs> so I also have like a thing where I just don't like. Yeah. I mean, I just don't like people at home when I'm doing my business. Oh, after you done saw yes. that, <laughs> you don't want nobody to. I gotta have the doors locked. All doors be locked, 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 locked. Lock, lock the doors, please. Save the children. Save the children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Save the children, bro. Lock your doors. Are you a lights off person? No. Okay, I was just asking, trying to break down but your trauma. You gotta lock the door. And if I hear people walk in, I'm like, stop. Freeze. Yeah, you got a little <laughs> PTSD from that. You got a lot of PTSD I in know. there. <laughs> But yeah, that's my that I guess that's my baggage. Yeah, that's, I think that is baggage. Cause if you got a day, little like, if you still, if it still affects how you maneuver through, you know, man. that part of your life, then yeah, it's a little baggage. And it effed me up for that school day too because I was just I was just so triggered. I was like, were dang, I gotta to, go to school after school? seeing something like that. Were you late to school? No, I wasn't late. I ended up going to the bus stop and catching the bus, but All I was right. like, you know, if I ain't hustle, <laughs> I was gonna miss it. And how do I explain to my mom why I missed the bus? (laughs) (laughs) She would have to have some type of talk with you then. Or would she? Nah, she wouldn't have to talk. (laughs) She'd be like, you didn't see what you saw. (laughs) But yeah, that was wild to me. That was very wild. That was definitely some baggage. Well, that's good. Well, not good. (laughs) I meant meant that was a good segment. That was a good segment. Everybody told really good stories. Those were really good stories. That's good. Good way to start getting deep, people. Enjoy the laughs (laughs) while you can. (laughs) Let's get into the breakdown. All right, guys. So I want you guys to think about this question in your head as we break down the song. Do you consider yourself a bag lady? Mm. Answer that question in your head and then after the breakdown after we have broke down the song we can re-ask the question and everybody can answer so just think about do you consider yourself a bag lady and why or why not well i'm gonna go ahead and say i am a bag lady so i just want to make that clear i think i'm a little bit in denial i, I, I say i'm not <laughs> i'm not i ain't no bag lady i got bags i got i got, I got a couple of purses or two Nah, you got no. You got mallets, okay? <laughs> you got mallets. You got the mallets they be sending to Haiti. The big old thing. No, I don't even know if well they then, sell them that big well anymore. If I got mallets, then what do you have? Whole truckloads? Damn. I got a doom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in denial. I yeah, got very. Them. I got I got bags. I just ain't, don't believe. Some, I'm a, bag a lot baby. of people got doom worth of uh, baggage, like a doom. Well, let's get into this All right. So, the first verse goes like this. Bag lady, you gonna hurt your back. Dragging all them bags like that. I guess nobody ever told you. All you must hold on to is you, is you, is you. Okay. Well, from, do you, do you have a comment on how you, what you feel that verse meant? I think... 
Erica Badu already started a song off, letting you know off the rip that dra- having all this baggage and not letting some of this stuff go, these problems or issues or <clears throat> or healing from some of these traumatic um, issues is that you're going to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Basically, not even like sometimes physically you can mm-hmm. hurt yourself. Mentally, you're hurting yourself. You're like suffocating yourself. And all you got to know is that all you have is yourself. Mm-hmm. So if if you're carrying these traumas of like paying your mom cause or paying your dad cause or paying your friends or your ex 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 boyfriend <coughs> caused you. And you feel like I got to hold it on because I'm going to get revenge. And there'll be one day I come across them and I got to give them their payback. All you're hurting is yourself because some, most of the time those people don't forgot that they did you that wrong and all that. And they moved on from the situation mm-hmm. most of the time. So the only person that's still suffering from that experience is yourself. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Said it all. Yeah. Okay. So <coughs> why do you think we carry our baggage around? Consciously or unconsciously? Like, why do you think we carry those bags around? I Like, I feel like a lot of the baggage that we carry around, um, sometimes it's comforting. We don't, we don't think as baggage as comfort, but if you think about your traumas, if some of your traumas is all you know, sometimes it's like if you let go, then what? Mm. You have to you become a different person. Yes. So when you think about, like, some of your traumas, not just when it comes to, like, um, a cheating baggage or nothing like that. Like, I'm, like, I'm really speaking to, like, our, our childhood traumas. A lot of our childhood traumas and a lot of the things that we went through that, that, that we carry around, it's just, like, if I let go of this part of me, who do I become, you know? A better person. But you'll be a different person. Yeah, exactly. you definitely you'll be a different person. You have to learn the new you. But people are scared of change. Yep, they're scared of not being able that's, to recognize that's what's themselves. holding you back. But people don't know. Like you don't know. Like people just like I feel like we unconsciously, like especially some of the bags that we carry around, is just because like we need that for comfort. We need that for like. Um, I know when it comes to like a like a lot of childhood traumas, we like to be in those dark places because that's all we know. It's, it's kind of like that social media post that be going on. I know some people seeing it. They're like, when you try to go to sleep, but all of a sudden all your problems start floating through your head, and you stay up for like hours, and like you end up like really retriggering yourself or reliving mm-hmm. like the terrible experiences you had from like all your life and they just all rush to you and at once and then you're like sad and crying. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, I feel like that's what it is. Well, I feel like that's kind of like some of that, those experiences. So when you keep reliving it over and over and over again, it's just like you hold on to them. You're hold on to it. But I was speaking more in the sense, like when you relive it, it's almost comforting to you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's all you know. Cause I know people don't want to do that every time. It's like, Oh, here I go again. Yeah. Reliving <laughs> these experiences, but you keep doing it over and over again. You don't stop. You mentally don't stop yourself from doing it. And sometimes I feel like some people carry it almost as a reminder, mm. as a reminder of like, people ain't never going to hurt me like this again. People like, I'm going to make sure nobody does this to me again, but you're only hurting yourself when you right. hold on to this pain in the name of not getting hurt again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I mean, why do you, 
y'all got anything to add on why y'all feel we may carry around? I feel like we carry, like like you were saying, we're scared to find out who we really are outside of our traumas. Because mm. that's a different person than our trauma, <laughs> the person who, the traumatized child, you know? So I feel like that is why we carry our baggage. And sometimes we're too used to the weight of the baggage. Mm. Yeah, we're too <laughs> used to it. We're you. We're used to caring about like after you spend years and years and years of carrying around hundred pound bags, you once you set that pa- that bag down, you feel light. It, it's not and it doesn't feel comfortable. It's like carrying. You know when you go to, go to school and you put on your heavy ass backpack and you walk to school and then you walk to the bus stop and you have it on you when you get on the bus and you have it on you when you're going to class. And as soon as you sit in your seat, you take it off and you put it on the floor and you sit down. And you feel like. I feel different without my backpack on. This heavy ass backpack. I got That's how I feel. That's how I feel. That's why we carry it because we have been adjusted to carrying around these heavy baggage. And so when we let them go, it don't feel right. We feel more comfortable just putting mm-hmm. it back on because our body has to readjust to being mm-hmm. lighter. I have a story to tell with that. Okay. I agree with you 100%. But uh, you said that sometimes you feel lighter. But I, I'm going to say the opposite. Sometimes it hurts. No, I mean, some some yes. some people may feel lighter, but sometimes let, letting go of that baggage hurts too bad that it's better to keep it on. And the story that I have to tell is because um, you guys know that I talk about my <coughs> migraines and my headaches. Well, I, one of my um, neurologists has sent me to physical therapy for my migraines and my headaches. And I had be, been seeing this woman for like a couple of weeks and all, and all this other stuff in a my migraines and my headaches were getting better. My muscle headaches were getting better. And if you guys have seen pictures of me with my dreads, I wear my braid to one side, mm. one side only. And I didn't know it was heavy, but it was heavy. Mm-hmm. But to me, I always wear my hair like that, so I didn't think it was heavy. So I changed my hair. So I went from – because I wore my dreads for a really long time, and then before I started wearing, like, like the big curls, that was the first time I had changed my hair to the big curls. I started having the worst migraines in the world. Like, these migraines were lasting from days at a time. It was so painful. So I was telling my physical therapist, I was like, I don't know what happened. Nothing changed in my routine. Like, I – like, I – like, it feel like I got hit by a truck. Like, if – if my head was hurting as bad as it was when I got into a car accident, that's what I told her. And then she was like, huh? She was like, what side does your head hurt? And I was like, it's this side, only this side. What side is that? The your side right, that I used right to side? wear my braid. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, show me a picture of how you had your hair before. And I showed her a picture and she was just like, that weight is gone. Your head is so used to holding up that weight and it doesn't have to anymore. So it's causing you pain. Because you're just like you said, your body has to adjust <coughs> to not having that weight so that like when we have all those bags and all those baggages on us, sometimes it's not just feeling lighter. It's just the pain of letting go of that may be too much, mm-hmm. just like my hair like that. Like you could have never told me that it was just because I used to wear my hair to one side. And now that I've changed my hairstyle, my head is not used to supporting so now it's causing me more pain. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that yeah. was a really good. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that is true. It, it happens all the time. Like, it, we don't realize how much. Like, it's just like your muscles, like muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're stressed, some people hold their stress in their shoulders in their, mm-hmm. or in their neck. And then when you relax, I'm like, dang, why my neck hurt? I do it with, with my teeth. Like, mm-hmm. at night, um, 
I have uh, sometimes I have anxiety at night. So like I hold my teeth down really hard. So in the morning when I wake up, my teeth hurt. And and I used to wonder why my teeth you like like used to hurt. But um, I noticed like when I started to pay attention to myself, I noticed that when I get anxious, I hold hold my teeth down really hard. Oh. So I then I then I realized I was doing that at night when I was having nightmares. Mm. Do you have anything to add, Brittany? Um, not at the moment. I mean, I really hit not everything on the head. Okay, well, I know um, just emotional baggage. It just helped. I know as well. It helps you hope, cope with you know pain and sitting there the, mm-hmm. with rejection, any rejection, all that stuff. So. Well, Brittany, you can answer this next question first. What type of baggage do you think you carry? <laughs> and where do you think some of that baggage originate from? Um, well, I know a lot of my emotional baggage comes, well, no, my, my baggage are, I know there's guilt. Mm. I know there's, I have a lot of guilt and regret. Guilt and regret as my um two baggage. Yeah. I turned off. Yeah, I have yeah, that's my two baggages. Um, I wanna say most a lot of it comes from past relationships and um my parent, like my family as well. But recently it kinda came from like my relationship. Um I kinda be honest, I kinda did that man wrong. I did him down and dirty. Um, I'm not proud of it, but I'm learning from it. But there's a lot of still, that's a lot of baggage that I've that still held, carry. I still carry. Because trying to get over that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yeah, that's that's part of it. Okay. Well, Dillis, what type of baggage do you think that you carry? And where do you think it originates from? Hmm. My baggage originates from Christelle. I just play. <laughs> I just play. No, I just have to throw some shade at Christelle. But no, I feel like a lot of my baggage comes from, like, I hate being misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now it's coming to a head now that I'm getting older because I used to be very patient with people and I feel like I'm losing patience. Mm-hmm. So I'm becoming more impatient. I feel like that's a baggage from just being not heard sometimes being very misunderstood, people not listening to me or letting me complete my thoughts before they respond. I think that's a... Yeah, that's a trigger for you. That is a very big trigger. Like, it, it started coming to a head in the few last few years. And it's like, I used to have patience with people and I'm losing my patience. So, that is a baggage and I need to work on that because I, I like being patient with people, but it's just the fact that I just don't like it when it comes to... When it comes to my patience for others is at the expense of me. Mm-hmm. So, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a baggage. Another baggage, y'all know, I, I, I was played in my past life. And, you know, that's a baggage because niggas ain't shit. And that's why you ain't. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> that's why she ain't right now. That is not true. I am actually a great person. It's just when the, the effery starts. I'm going to start, too. 
So yeah, I have to get revenge. I have a revenge. That's another baggage. The need for revenge. You the gasoline. The need from for Jeez. pettiness. It's that gasoline you just had. I'm calling it need for revenge. No, that's no. I'm adding the petty to the revenge because okay. those are two different things. I'm saying you have a need for pettiness and a need for revenge. <laughs> I put it all in the same bucket. Uh uh-uh, uh, those are two different buckets. Mm-mm. How you gonna tell me? Brittany's agreeing with me too. That's two different that's, buckets. That's two different buckets. Okay. Okay. We breaking down your baggage at this point. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be me pointing out my own baggage. <laughs> but yes, I feel like I need to get revenge on people sometimes. And I think that also could be the fact that I'm a cancer. I know people be like, I hate this astrology shit. But I'm for real. Like, I feel like I need to get revenge on people. Mm-hmm. And I will hold on to stuff. I hold grudges, too, on people till I can get them back. Whether it's two days from now when you did me wrong, three years from now. 10 years from now, I remember, and I'm waiting for the day to successfully be paid. See, if I'm like that with certain people, does that still count? That's still baggage. Yeah, that's my baggage. Yeah, it's still baggage. It's a bag that has their name on it, Uh but it's still a bag. And I I don't like being that way because you hold on to that angriness. Like, I got to remember. So I try to remind myself, like, how that person got me fucked up. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I got to remember this because when I get that nice opportunity, I got to go for it. So, yeah. I don't like that about myself, but that's a baggage. Just because people be doing you wrong and dirty, and then they think that you forgot or they didn't apologize for that. So then they think you're supposed to move on from it and be buddy-buddy and friends with mm-hmm. them. I'm like, nah, fam, you hurt me. And you didn't even apologize for it, so I got to get you back. I ain't forget. Mm-hmm. I ain't forget. <laughs> so I got I to gotta get my get back. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's two of my baggages. I know I got a lot. But you just don't give the people two right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I think for me, a lot of my baggage comes from my childhood. I think a good majority of my baggage come from my childhood because I personally think I had a really tough childhood. Um, I know that I was blessed with a lot of things that people didn't have. But I think growing up as the oldest, um, it's like it's really weird because we have different dynamics because I'm the oldest Dallas is the second and Brittany is the youngest. So like, as you hear us talk, like if you listen to like our different baggages and our different traumas, they're going to be very different, but think about where we are in our families also. So I'm the oldest. So a lot of my baggage comes from me being the oldest personally. I feel like I didn't have a childhood. I did not get to have a childhood. And I know a lot of oldest Caribbean and Haitian kids can relate to this because, and black Americans, because like, um, we are basically, we don't get enough credit. Like I think people like there was a meme going around social, like social media saying that like the oldest child does not get enough credit for taking care of their siblings and actually being the second mother in the household. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was. And I honestly, I can say that I have a lot of resentment towards my siblings because of the fact that, um, a lot heavy on the resentment, heavy. No, <laughs> I'm a, like, I'm gonna be honest, you know? Um, because Um, if you think about it, like when my parents came to America, they were still trying to navigate being foreigners in America. And the honest to God truth is like when, when foreigners come to America, they are terrified. They're terrified to be sent back. They're terrified of being in a different country that they don't understand. They don't understand the rules. They don't want to get in trouble and all that. So not only was I the first child that they had to make all their parental mistakes with, they also, like I'm also the first child that they came to America terrified with. So I got in trouble for a lot of things that you would think was nothing, but to them, it's like big to them because they don't want to get in trouble or whatever the case may be. 
when my siblings came around, I had to take care of my siblings. So I didn't get to do a lot for myself. Like people be like, oh, Christelle, um, have you seen this movie? Nah. Have you seen this childhood story? Nah. I didn't go to Chuck E. Cheese. Like I planned my own 18th birthday at Chuck E. Cheese. Like I did not go to Chuck E. Cheese until I was 18. And I planned my own party. And don't get me wrong. That was the best party ever. I had oh, yeah. a great time. <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, but what I'm saying, like, I had to always take care of my siblings so I could not do stuff. Like, for instance, like, my parents could not, they were working and they didn't even come to any of my track meets. I think my mom came to one of my track meets and my grandpa came and we did not do good. And my grandpa talks bad about me. <laughs> I track meets forever but like they didn't um I had to beg them to run track and I had to literally just tell them like my friend my other Haitian kids uh Darlene and Manushka I was like they're they're part of the track team too and then they're like okay as long as you have a ride but as long as you have a ride and you're able to still come home and do your chores your chores you know whatever um so I so that's how I got to run track. But I had to find my own ride. I had to do my own stuff because my parents were working. And then I also had to come home, trompe viande, cook, clean, take care of my siblings. I could not do any extracurriculars that were outside of taking care of my siblings. You know what I mean? And at that time, my aunt, she was still living here. So that's why I still had a little leeway on the things that I, that I could do. Once my aunt moved, now my parents started putting my siblings in all this stuff. Dilwes was in choir. Um, the boys were um, doing football. Christy was in cheerleading and other stuff. And then so now I had a car. And so now I wanted to do basketball. I wanted to do other things. But guess who couldn't do those things? Because now I somehow had to make sure my siblings got to all of their like extracurricular activities on time. That's so now I have a car and I still cannot do stuff for Christelle because now I have to make sure that my siblings like I was like, make that make sense that now that I finally can have time to myself, I have a car. My siblings can kind of take care of themselves because now my grandparents are here. I don't have to babysit them. I don't have to take care of them. But still, I was not allowed to do stuff for me because the stuff that I could not do, like play basketball or um go to after school programs or, you know, whatever the stuff that I had to work really hard to do, they got it easy because, Oh no, now they have me to take them everywhere, you know? So I feel like a lot of the baggage that I carry, a lot of it originates from my childhood and from like growing up Haitian and from like being the oldest child. And I mean, I could go deeper, but that's, that's where I'm going to start because I feel like I'll touch more on that. Ex- more baggage later. Yes, more <laughs> of that baggage. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Well, the next question was going to be, um, what do you think, which Dallas, you kind of touched on that, but what do you think she means by all you must hold on to is you? At the end of the day, all you got is you. All you got is you. You came in this world by yourself. You're going to leave by yourself. I yeah. think that. In a way. I think that. Um, we got to realize that, like, one of the things I tell people all the time is, like, how can you give on empty? So if we continue to empty our cups, 
um, and give to everybody else, there's nothing left for us. So then we start to get cranky. We start to have anxiety. We start to, like, we don't take care of ourselves. And at the end of the day, you are no good to anybody else in your life if you are not taking care of you. Right. So it's just like, um, if stress kills, stress Amen. kills, stress is one of the number one reasons why we have other health issues so taking care of yourself because at the end of the day like when you're stressed out when um you are in the hospital people may come to visit you but who is down and out right now is you and who can no longer help their parents who can no longer be there for their kids because they decide to not take care of themselves and their baggage Uh so take care of yourself yep and you got to make sacrifices. You got to make sacrifices and you have to learn how to say no because at Haitian kids, we are passive aggressive. Um, we're raised passive aggressive. Yeah, we're raised yeah. passive. We become passive aggressive. So, like, we have to work on that. We have to work on saying no. We have to work on setting boundaries. We have to work on time for ourselves, which is something that I have to work on is making time for Cause myself. Because Haitian parents hate to see you have free time. Oh. What? What? Bro, free time. <laughs> and then there's dishes in the sink. <laughs> what is self-care? <laughs> <laughs> what is self-care? Bro, like, have you ever done all the chores in the house and your parents come home and be like, did you do that? Did you do that? I did it. I did it. I did it. And they're like, did you wash your underwear? Like, you don't even be caring about how my underwears be looking. But they just try to find it. Go bring me a pair right now so I can see. You don't be make, cleaning your make, underwear. Make sure so you we're not everything. really, like, because <laughs> look at you watching TV. You can't be watching TV. But as Haitian kids, we're not really taught to take care of ourselves. We're literally taught to take care of everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, that's literally how we grow up. Mm-hmm. And so we grow up as adults not really knowing how to set boundaries and not really knowing how to do self-care because we're not taught that. Because, shoot, do our you parents even up. practice self-care? No. No. Just, I had to force mom and papa go on a vacation. I'm like, you guys should go somewhere by yourself without your children. It should not be a, every time they think of vacation, it's a family thing. Uh-huh. And that's why they don't like me to go on vacation. <laughs> they don't understand why I travel that much. But, like, yeah, part of the reason why I travel that much is 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 because I've gotten older that I feel like majority of my life has been so much about everybody else. Traveling is my happy place where it's solely about me. Mm-hmm. You just end up being way too considerate. <laughs> just yeah. be way too considerate. See, look, I've been in Miami three times in the past month, two months. I've been in Miami for the past three times in two months. Mm-hmm. Every time, my mom's like... What what are you doing down there? Like, where you having fun? Having fun? Yeah. <laughs> I'm chilling. Like, what do you mean? Here's another thing. Like, I feel like because I feel like one day we're gonna have an episode about li- being in your twenties, living in your twenties, right? Because you know, I feel like your twenties are it's like your second go around at being a teenager in a sense, but you're an, you have 30s. adult. <laughs> That's my 30s. For real? <laughs> but your 20s are supposed to be your second go-around of being a teenager with adult privileges, right? You know, you're you're getting your first job. A lot of people are graduating college. People are starting families, which we'll leave that. My ideas on that alone. But, you know, people are, like, living their life. And your 20s are your last – I feel like it's almost your last 10 years of making carefree mistakes and being young, dumb, and 
wild and free. But see, you got to think about the people that mature before their 20s. So they don't really, they probably partied in the beginning of their 20s. And so now they're in the, you know, 23, 24, like 25. And it's just like, they don't really see, any, see none of that stuff anymore. So yeah, they're yeah, kind of ready to progress They're ready move to on. move. But, I, but I'm just saying like your 20s are your last, is the last era of your life where people was going to give you grace for making dumb, careless mistakes, I feel mm-hmm. like. I like, do feel like that's the last era that people give you grace. I just, I'm on, we got to have that episode because I got something to say about that when <clears> it comes to like, I don't feel like it's your last, because uh, honestly, I know my friend group and, and a lot of Haitian kids, they don't really start realizing that they can spread their wings until their 30s. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate, but I just feel like in general, your 20s are mm-hmm. your last time. For me, I feel like to make that sense. you can make careless mm-hmm. mistakes. You can move out of your parents' house at 21, then move back in at 23. And your parents, most people's parents, will give you grace <laughs> on that because you're like, you know what, you're young. You're just in your 20s. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to be wishy-washy because you're in your 20s. But as you get closer and closer to 30, it's like, all right, yep. what you doing, fam? I, I took this BS from you at 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. But what? You 29 now. Yeah. You about to be 30. I agree. Why aren't you getting your life together? You know, Especially you cannot. It's okay in your 20s to not have your life together. Yeah. Like in your 20s, you can jump from job to job to job because you're just figuring yourself mm-hmm. out. Like you like to, like before you turn 20, you're 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And yes, technically in America, you're an adult. But, like, how am I supposed to know what type of career I want to be in at 18? Most people don't even stay in the career they thought they were going to be in at 18, in their 20s, in their 30s, in their 40s. So, you know, yeah, I don't know how we got here. And we talking about baggage. <laughs> but let's go to the chorus. <laughs> okay, so it's basically saying the same thing over and over again, but I'm going to say it twice for emphasis. Okay? One day, all them bags... Gonna get in your way. I said one more time. One day, all them bags gonna get in your way. Yeah. And she says that four times in the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you feel do you guys feel like there was a relationship that you were in that your baggage ruined? That you feel like your baggage caused the t- the the relationship to not progress i'm perfect so ah! wow Wait. Wait. and i drink to that i drink to that but no actually i don't feel like none of my baggage and no, i'm just playing i'm lying so no one wants to go first I'm talking talk, talk about that bag. <laughs> no, this, this is a vulnerable episode, bro. This is very vulnerable, for real. <laughs> we talked about I this. I warned Brittany. <laughs> yeah, all right. I warned Brittany. All right, so yes, I felt like my baggage got in the way of other relationships because I am scared to get in a relationship. There oh, you, you go. got commitment issues. I got mad because So that's issues. why you feel like you, you need to be a... Yeah. They're going to answer everybody. <laughs> Y'all been wondering what is wrong with D-Lo? Well, there it she is. Got <laughs> she got commitment issues. Y'all. <laughs> the truth comes out. I can't commit to these niggas, man. Dang. Man, I can't trust. I can't put my trust in them. That's another baggage. I have trust issues. 
And this, and, and my trust issues are the reason why I can't commit. Yeah. And that gets in the way of me getting in relationships, which is probably the reason why I don't want to be in a relationship either. Because I'm just like, why get in a relationship? <laughs> why get in a relationship if I know you're going to be cheating? So, or why keep getting in a relationship with somebody who is art, who's inconsistent? Why get in a relationship with somebody who is young, dumb, and figuring themselves out? Like, why am I getting in a relationship in my 20s? So why do you feel like you have commitment issues? Because niggas be wishy-washy. They don't know what they want. Was there a particular relationship that kind of... Yes. Oh. Created <laughs> that bag? Yes, because my first and last boyfriend, right? Oh, I think the one in high school? In high school, 10th grade, right? I did not want to date him. Short story. Short story. I'm going to make it very story, short. Yeah. I did, but it wasn't released. Uh-huh. I didn't want to get in a relationship with him, but he was like persistent, which is why I hate persistent niggas, and it keeps occurring. But he was persistent. was like, come on, please, please, please. And I was like, uh, okay, because also in the past, in like middle school, my friend, my best friend used to be like, oh, Dolores, you don't ever want to go out with nobody. This person likes you. Why don't you just take a chance and date them? So in my head, her voice became, those words peer, became the voice in my peer head. Peer pressure in the head? Yes, peer, <laughs> peer pressure to date people. <laughs> okay? And I wasn't ready. I knew I wasn't ready to be dating people. So I took a chance on this fuck nigga. And literally, we started dating on a Wednesday. By that Friday, I was on the bus. I saw him kiss this girl. He thought I didn't see him, but I saw him. And then so on that Monday, I confronted him about it. And he was like, oh, that's just my ex. Uh, She kissed me. I didn't kiss her, which was a lie. I literally saw you kiss. Y'all were coming together to kiss each other, nigga. I know what I fucking saw. Anywho, that's another another baggage of why people don't, I don't like people playing with my intelligence. Anywho, so then I forgave the stupid nigga. I was like, okay, maybe, whatever. I'll give it a chance. It was just kissing, blah. All right, so then two weeks later, he breaks up with me. He breaks up with me, but he was being missing. He was missing for, like, a couple of days. So I haven't seen him physically at school, but we would text or whatever. And then he breaks up with me. Then that same day, I talked to my friend, Fredlene, and she was telling me, oh, you know, I saw your boyfriend, uh, he was walking this girl to class. He been walking her to class for a long time now. I'm like, what? And then come to find out she was dating him the week prior before he broke up with me. And then another thing, I don't I don't I don't I don't know if I told my friends this story. But another reason why he broke up with me because I wasn't putting out. <laughs> In the tenth grade. In the tenth grade. Cause he was like, Oh, you don't want to have sex with me, blah blah blah. I'm like, No, I'm not. <laughs> There you go. And so he was like, oh, well, she ain't having sex, so. So, peace. peace. Uh, <laughs> I was like, hey. did you have to cheat on me? Hey, it happens to the best of us. They ain't putting it out. So, yeah. So, that was fucked up. After that, I ain't date nobody else until uh, Apple Jacks. Then that was in 12th grade. And he was terrible. Because y'all know the Apple Jacks story. He ended up having a girlfriend through the duration of us talking. But I thought it was going to be something serious. So that was another relationship PTSD. Because I'm like, why do I keep getting played? Oh, that's why you was going off in the Drake episode. Because he said you. <laughs> oh, okay. So now, now we're breaking down. making the, sense. Y'all, we're breaking down your baggage. It's making sense now. There it is. <laughs> okay. Oh. But, yes. Yeah, so I was so mad. I was like, bro, why do you 
keep being persistent and pursuing me and playing me. Only to play you. <laughs> Only to play you. I'm pissed. Ooh, okay, this is triggering. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. No I'm angry. <laughs> Four Regular. in, six out. Four in, Usa. Six out. So I'm, I'm, I'm some ready low. to beat up these niggas. Boy, some slow. It's okay. Yeah, Nels is over here triggered for real. <laughs> hey. You want to drink some water? I'm about to drink some water, y'all. I'm like hot now. I was cold. Boy, some glow. It's okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Brittany. That's why I already prayed for them to go to hell. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I just got rid of. <coughs> oh, don't see. Don't see. Yes. God don't like that. God don't like that. <laughs> God do not like edit that, that out. Nope. God don't like that. When I be asking you to edit things out, you don't be editing it out. <laughs> yep. Yes, they. I, I. I wish. I wish harm on them. <clears throat> now, see. Now we. Now we all have been wondering where Dylan. I told these stories. No, I just, no, no, but you tell them in different ways. This is getting deeper. Yeah. Now you're associating it with your baggage and why you are saying the things you, that you do. And you, you know how you were saying on the other episode, you're not finna write no essay. You're gonna do the outline. This is the essay right here. <laughs> <laughs> this is the essay. Dang. Well, Brittany, yes. you have to follow that. Triggered. Was there a relationship that you felt like your baggage? I don't like telling my stories, Christo. Christo be trying to get deep. I'm trying to stay on the surface, bro. No, the people, y'all know y'all love this. Y'all love this. <coughs> Mm. I've oh, been coming man. to heal. Y'all know I've been talking about the whole season. I've That's why relationship healing. PTSD be so real. Because, like, it's, why did you do that to me? And now you triggered all over again. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brittany. Go ahead and speak no peace. <laughs> At least you're recognizing saw. your baggage. I've been knew that, but I didn't want to tell the podcast that. Hey, uh, it is what it is, podcast. We family, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> They've been trying to understand you. Mm-hmm. Now they understand you on a deeper level. Was there a relationship that I felt like I ruined with my baggage? Whew. Yeah. So, okay. I'm trying to think of a name for this one. Because it goes into like a one, two, three in a bad way. But it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. I'm going to let you explain. <laughs> It's your face. All right. So, all right. We got, I'm like, I'm thinking about chocolate. So, we're going to go with some chocolate. Um, Milky Way. Mm-hmm. We got Hershey. And we got Reese's. All right. <laughs> Mine's just Hershey Kisses. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah, I do got a Hershey. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, think we'll of go, another one. We're going to change the Hershey to Three Musketeer. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Milky Way. I was dating Milky Way, and I kind of treated this dude like a king. Like, just treated him like a king, brought him. That was the first guy I brought around family, introduced, brought to the church, everything. Come to find out, he gets into a frat. Oh, I I have a frat story all too well, (laughs) because they lose their Oh my goodness! So he gets into a frat, and his head went up his ass. 
that's it and it's so you know come to find out he was uh he was telling me he was going to practice at tsu but really he was with some girl in the dorm and i'm paying for this man phone bill but <laughs> and i'm and i something told me you know go look at my bill i mean i got unlimited everything i'm cool with it but something told me they was like just go look at your bill and it's three, four o'clock in the morning, and it's like face to video. I mean, phone calls like two, three, four hours, and I'm like, cool. Confronted the dude, he's like, nah, we just friends. Um, all this other stuff, and I'm like, okay, whatever. So I end up going to this men's football game, and the girl comes to the game, and she sits right beside me and his mom, and she starts going off on me like we're like later on she like they tried to him her and her girl i was like walking by myself they tried to fight me and everything i'm like what? Are y'all serious? so he called me later on that night playing this song don't cry oh, <laughs> he said i know i messed up this this and that we ended up breaking up okay so i got into another relationship after that and this is um going back to the other the um, who was it i'm gonna go with three yeah three musketeer so me and Three Musketeer got together, and he knew about the relationship. He knew everything. And I still kind of, like, later on in the relationship, I told him, I'm like, I'm fine. Like, I'm good. I'm healed. But I put all that, you know, from that relationship with Milky Way into the Three Musketeer relationship and, like, broke it apart completely. Like Okay, so... Explain to us, like, what did you take? Like, what were the bags that you took into that relationship that broke it apart? Like, what like, what were the insecurities? Or I took my insecurities in there. I took um, the, the this lies, everything. I took everything from that relationship that broke me, that the mm-hmm. that broke me, I, I gave it to him, like, with no problem. Like, well, not even with no problem. It took me a while because... He was genuine. Mm-hmm. He was really nice. But, and then there was just a time where I felt like, nah, he's acting like how Milky Way was acting at this time. So I put all of that. I'm like, you know what? I'm taking this baggage and you're getting it all. So he got it all for like mm-hmm. months, for months. And yeah. so, yeah, I ended up not working out. It gets worse. It gets deeper. Like, that was just the main thing. It was because it, it, I drug it out for months, for almost like a year and a half. Dang. I drug it out. Yeah. <laughs> Quit looking at us, Christelle. <laughs> okay, so I'm trying to think of a baggage that ruined a relationship. I'm having a hard time. But I like I know I have them, um, but I'm just trying to think of a relationship that I ruined. Um, I feel like, dang, I had something that went. Uh, okay, so this is a baggage. I mean, it's not really deep, but um, I know I've talked about in previous episode how like bringing somebody home to meet my parents is a no no. It's just a no no. I, it was a no-no before the one person that I brought home, but once I, and y'all know I didn't even mean to bring him home, he just got, they just took him home, I, like, I didn't even have to bring him home, they took, so after him, he ruined it for everybody, and I feel like when I date guys, um, and they're kind of like, I have met their family, 
and now they want to meet my family. I'm like, whoa, no, that's mm-hmm. not happening. Um, they always think that I'm like hiding them, you know, like, but I'm not hiding you. It's just like, if I bring you home to my Haitian parents, this needs to be something real. This needs to be something that's going towards marriage. And my foot, like my thing right now with whoever I date, unless it's going towards marriage, you are not meeting my parents. And in a lot of relationships or well, not relationships, but when I'm talking to to people and they want to meet my parents because I've met theirs. Well, that was on you. I didn't ask to meet family. You brought me around family. Right. And that does not mean that you're going to come around my family. And I feel like a lot of people are just like, oh, well, you're hiding me. You must have somebody else. No, I don't. So I don't know if that's necessarily a baggage because. It's not. Give us a tea, Chris. Quit oh, playing. Dang. That don't count. <laughs> that don't count. <laughs> Give us a tea, Chris. That don't count. I, like, I feel like that has stopped a lot of people from dating me, though. Like, But how continue. does that ruin a relationship? Ugh. I don't have relationships that I ruin because of my baggage. You know why I don't have relationships that I ruin because of my baggage? Because I have relationships that haven't started because of my baggage. Because I be running. There we go. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I be running. <laughs> so that's why I think it's hard for me to find a relationship that I ruined with my baggage. Because you guys know that I talk about, like, how I've, like, I haven't been in toxic relationships, but part of the reason why is because I'll date somebody for, like, six months to a year because I need to see you in different stages in your life before I even get into a relationship with you. And the moment I see a couple of red flags, I'm running. So I have a couple of relationships that have not started, but I but I don't think I ruined them. I just, you know. Yeah, you could have sabotaged them. Yes. You could have sabotaged them I and caused them not to. I'm like, ooh, thank God we don't. She's not my girlfriend. No, let me, let me go ahead and cut her off. I'm no, 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 no. That's the thing. I don't like. I haven't had anybody that have cut. Like I'm the cut off person. Mm. I'm the cut off person. I'm the quote unquote ghoster, which I don't ghost anymore. Once I found out what 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 <laughs> ghosting is, but like I'm like I literally run when I start to see red flags. Just like Brittany was saying, like when I start to see you moving a little different, how I used to see somebody else move that broke my heart. Oh no, it's a like we cutting you off. See you cut off. See it's either I'm, I'm doing you. I'm cut off queen. Yeah, it's either I'm doing you same way. Well, I used to be like that. Let me let me. I used to be that toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be that toxic, but not at this point. It's like none of that. I'm, no, I'm just cutting off. Cut off queen. I am a runner. I do know that she a runner. She a track star. <laughs> yes, I do know that. She like, gonna run away when it gets hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the moment that it's in the in the talking stage and it starts to get a little hard, you start to move a little funny. You start to remind me of somebody that I used to date. I cut it off. So I may not have sabotaged a relationship, but I've sabotaged a lot of them that have started with my baggage. I can agree with that. <clears throat> like, so I'm not gonna say, you know, yeah, I learned from this. Ex. So when me and uh, Milky Way broke up, we sat in the car and we. He was just like, cause he really did like treat me very like, wow. Like I kind of, when I think back now or a little bit further back, like I kind of did him really wrong, but we sat in a car and he was just like, we gave each other relationship tips, what to take into the next relationship. So he was just like, and he did treat me like a very good person. So he was just like don't accept any man just to come up to you like he, we were just giving each other's tips what we did wrong in this relationship and what we shouldn't do in the next relationship 
And so I think that's where I'm at now. So I kind of sped a, uh, I, I kind of set a high expectation for even with the guy I'm talking to now. So it's just like, well, yeah, man. Then the expectation, relationship expectations, that be killing, that be killing women. That be killing women. No, yeah. because some guys, some guys just be doing it without you, without them even realizing. Yeah. But yeah, Quisel, you are that run a track star song. We need to break that song <laughs> we down. Did. That's because me. Because I just have to pull up the lyrics while Brittany was talking. That's and my song. Like, that song That's is my so song. true. Let me let me go ahead and see. I know we're talking about bag lady, but just read the two words because we read. may have to bring break down that song because y'all, this is why y'all be like. Krista, why ain't you been in toxic relationships? Because I be running. Yeah, she a runner, she a track star. She gonna run away when it gets hard. She can take the pain, she can't get scarred. No! She hurt anyone that gets involved. Mm-hmm. You don't want to commit, why take, it, why take it this far? Oh, why? <laughs> I don't have commitment issues, though. She gonna do the race, she not, just not this one. Ooh. Love is a game you used to cheer for. That well, is my anthem! I want to be there for that one. That is my anthem! <laughs> I never knew the actual, like, I only know the she's a runner, she's a track star. Like, I only know that part of the song. You ain't listening because you didn't want to hear, you didn't want to resonate with the song. No, 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 I'm saying, I've never listened to the whole song. Mm. I only know it from TikTok. TikTok. Uh, But, like, that's my anthem. Like, I'm, like, I don't have commitment issues, but I do date. Shout out to Mooski. I, like, I do date people for a long time because of the fact that I don't want to get scarred. And that is because I have scars that have not healed baggage that I have not unpacked that I'm not trying to get you to cut again so I have to make sure that you perfect mm. and you know I kind of hate that song so it makes sense <laughs> I kept hearing this she gonna run a shit track style she gonna run away when it gets hot I'm like I hate this shit why are they talking about this this shouldn't be but a song it's, it's true but now, it's yeah, real we gonna break down that song next cause no for real though that, but you know like um I like I did think of a relationship while you were talking. Um, you remember y'all? I talked about Hennessy Cake, right? Uh-oh. So Hennessy Cake, I like I feel like he was a pretty good dude, had pretty good job, what like like whatever. But I also had high expectations for him, and like I feel like with him, he started moving in a way that I did not like, mm-hmm. and instead of communicating with him, I kind of just stopped talking to him. And remember, he talked about how I broke his heart and all. The, and all, and all this other stuff because technically I ghosted him <clears throat> because I felt like, okay, look, you moving a little different and I can't take it. And I this is not what I want. Like, especially like, y'all, he was a day drinker. He was a day drinker and, and, and used to call me in the middle of the day drunk. No. So I don't think it was completely like, like I maybe you just dated trash ass niggas. He wasn't trash though. He just had a, okay, y'all, I have to tell y'all that. I cannot deal with men with unhealed traumas. I just can't. And I could, like, being in the field that I work in, I can always tell, and I could tell that he had unhealed trauma that when I tried to talk to him about, he would not talk about. And I cannot deal with people who don't want to talk about their unhealed traumas because I feel like if you're not talking about it, it's going to come out somewhere. Right. And <clears throat> it's not going to come out with you hurting my heart. And that's it. So that's not the reason. That is the reason. Like I, like I could see his traumas from a mile away 
and he didn't want to deal with them, and you ain't going to break my heart. Yeah. And I'm not going to be your coach. All right, you guys, this conversation is getting deep. Deep. So we're going to have to continue it (laughs) in part two. Yep, because – what you feel? What you? How you feeling, Brittany? It's deep, man. Nah, it's getting real deep. I'm loving it, like this conversation Look. getting long. So you know what? We gonna cut it off for y'all. Right, we gonna cut it off here. We are gonna let y'all go. Take breathe. You know, <laughs> breathe a little bit. We, we yeah. probably triggered you a little bit. We you probably yeah, uncovered some traumas you didn't know about. <laughs> yeah. So you know, we're gonna take a breather here. We're gonna come back next week. But come back for part two. Come back for part two because we still got some more healing to do. Grab your water. Grab your water. Bring your wine. Predictable. <laughs> yes. Bring your wine to this part two <laughs> because woo, it's again hot in her. But yes, so well y'all don't forget to follow us on social media. Yes, at on Facebook and Instagram at Growing Up Cringe the Podcast. And if you have any questions or advice or you're feeling this episode, you can't wait for part two. Hit us up in the DMs. We'd love to hear your your response and your feedback. So you guys stay tuned for the next one. Peace. Peace.